Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Flippin' Bats. There is so much going on today. National League Cy Young was just announced. American League Cy Young is announced in just a few minutes. We're going to get that reaction live. Rookie of the Year, Manager of the Year, it has all been awarded, and we know that. We're going to talk about all of it. This episode is going to be a blast. Let's get to it. Start the show already. All right. So, Alex, something funny, if you will, happened today where we thought, as the awards have been doing up until this point, that the American League was going to be announced first. And that was going to be announced about 20 minutes ago or so when the National League decided to go first today. So guess what? The American League Cy Young Award is going to be announced in about... 30 minutes from now, that is the one that my brother is involved in. I was not expecting to be live during that whatsoever, yet here we are. American League Cy Young will be announced in about 30 minutes, and this is uh, this is not what we planned, but in the nature of show business, you just go with it, you I know? I just want to paint the picture of oh, walking up here expecting to see you getting ready to hear, you know, if your brother, when he is going to win the American League Cy Young, and I just come up to the most intense, deep breathing, <laughs> biting your nails. I don't know if you're going to have nails by the end of the show. Yeah. Like, gosh darn it. Now you got to do a whole show waiting, anticipating. We all know how you are when you're waiting to to see your brother pitch. Yeah. Or, I, this yeah, is, you yeah. Know, this, this, is, is just, this is, this is a big, this is big. This is a big and deal. This is, uh, this is a special day. And hopefully it's a very special one, but we will not know. <laughs> I, if you're listening to this later, I don't know who's winning the AL Cy Young Award. In fact, right here at my desk, I have a computer with the with the announcements playing to my left. So I'll, we'll just see it all together in live time. But you know what was just announced? What? The National League Cy Young Award. And to no surprise, Sandy Alcantara wins the National League Cy Young unanimously, yeah. might I add, all 31st place votes went to him. Only the 15th time in National League Cy Young history that there has been a unanimous winner. And the first since Clayton Kershaw in 2014. I just, I love Sandy. Uh, he was my prediction to win this. Obviously, he was the overwhelming favorite. But he's just this awesome blend of Old school on yep. the mound with a workhorse. He goes into the eighth, ninth inning, by far the most complete games in baseball this year, but also new school in his stuff. And by that, I mean he throws 100, and it's moving like a left-handed slider. He's throwing 100-mile-an-hour bowling balls up there with nasty wipeout stuff. So old school mentality, workhorse, new school stuff on the mound, and the result of that, 
is the unanimous National League Cy Young Award. And it's so cool. He's the first Marlin to win a Cy Young Award in franchise history. Crazy? It's crazy. He's only the third Dominican-born pitcher to win. But as you mentioned, he has that old-school style that we don't get to see very often anymore. A pitcher at least having like one or two complete games during the regular yeah. season is rare. He had six, neither Julio or Max Fried threw a complete game in 2022. So it just kind of puts it all into perspective. He wants to be out there. He loves to be out there. And as you said, it's perfect. It's a perfect blend of kind of the old school workhorse, just just let me go out there, do my thing. And then he has incredible stuff and velocity. So it's, this was exciting to see. You hardly, you know, you mentioned the other two finalists um, didn't throw a complete game and yeah. Fried and Urias, but that's normal in today's, yeah. you know, like they're not out of the norm here. He's that far out of the norm. The other two National League Cy Young finalists combined for zero complete games, and he had six. Yeah. You just never see that. So what a year. 14 and nine on the mound with the Marlins, might I add. 14 and nine is, you know, record is record. I don't look too much into that, but he's winning more games than he's losing with the Marlins. That's pretty, that's pretty special there. And then when you kind of put the whole thing into perspective, like how good of a pitcher do you have to be to win this award and be on a team that doesn't finish the season over 500? That's a really big deal, too. You are kind of the heart and soul of that pitching staff and of the team yeah. in a sense. I mean, you, you talk about it so much in the other awards yeah. and MVP, the judge versus Otani debate is, well, Shohei's not on a good team and Aaron judge is on the Yankees and carried them to first place. And you know, that argument is so prominent in today's age with awards Yeah, and for it to not even really be a discussion. And I feel like more so MVP because it's most valuable player, yeah. but still, with Cy Young, for him to win it on a team that wasn't very good uh, is really impressive. And the year he had, obviously, 14-9, as I said, but a 2.28 ERA, 32 games, 228 and two-thirds innings pitched in those 32 games. That is phenomenal. Led Most the majors innings. in innings yeah. pitched and complete games. I mean, he pitched six innings in 26 of his 32 starts. And in 23 of those 26 starts, he allowed his opponent two earned runs or fewer. What a dominant year. Um, the first pitcher since 2016 to throw over 225 innings pitched. We talked about it a second ago. You never see it. And that proves that. I mean, 228 innings, nobody's done that since 2016. Yeah. It truly is remarkable. And the first pitcher with five or more complete games since 2017 when Irvin Santana did it. So uh, we we're, we saw an unprecedented year from from Sandy on the National League side. And um, I well-deserved, unanimous for the 15th time in National League history, uh, unanimous Cy Young Award. Really cool. Yeah, I think very well-deserved, unanimous winner. Yep, Cy I agree. Young winner. You mentioned first Cy Young in Mar in Marlins history, which Franchise is history, which is wild to yeah. think about, by the way. But here's how this has shaped out in the past: 2005, Dontrell Willis, second place in the voting. 1996, Kevin Brown, second place. 2013, Jose Fernandez came in third, and in 2010, Josh Johnson fifth.
in the NL Cy Young voting. So yes. they have never gotten one. But overall, so they've had three top three finishes, mm-hmm. uh, four top five finishes, mm-hmm. eight top ten finishes. And the most recent was Jose Fernandez in 2013 and third. So they've definitely had they've yeah. had the talent. Right. That's why I'm that's they've why I had was the arms. Kind of shocked. Yeah. So uh yeah. But now the most recent becomes Sandy Alcantara, who wins the award unanimously. Congratulations to him. But over the last few days, all the awards have been rolling out. So as we speak, we are in between the Cy Young winners, in between the National League and the American League. MVP is tomorrow, which we will be doing another show at the same time and will be released later in the evening, just like we're doing today. But already the Manager of the Year and Rookie of the Years have been announced uh, Alex, American League Rookie of the Year. To nobody's surprise, no. I think, Julio Rodriguez, the J-Rod show, an absolute superstar. Yeah. He's a superstar. I have no problem saying that whatsoever. We saw one of the greatest rookie seasons of all time, honestly. 284, 28 home runs, 854 OPS, and that's with some time missed at the end of the year. He would have hit, yeah. he would have hit 30 home runs. Uh, I believe for sure. And it's the first rookie in history in his debut season to go 25-25, which is 25 homers and 25 stolen bases. Uh, Mike Trout and Chris Young did it in their technical rookie season, but not in their debut year. So we're talking about an all-time season for a guy that was pegged to be a superstar coming up. He was a big prospect, and a lot of times you, you don't see that pay off right away yeah. for a team like normally it takes them some time this was this was a superstar coming up it was a big deal when he made the opening day roster uh he got off to a slower start at the plate and then turned into one of the greatest rookie seasons that we have ever seen uh but it was not unanimous might I add which we can talk a little bit more later if we want but uh all but one vote that's so went silly to Julio to for first place Adley Rutschman getting the other first place vote but uh what a year all-star, silver slugger, rookie of the year. The accolades just go on for this guy. I mean, you said it. A star was born this year, and not often do you see that pan out, but he is the big reason that the Mariners were able to end their 21-year playoff drought, even though he missed was the last two weeks of the regular season with an injury he got put on the 10-day IL. I mean, the last month – of the regular season. He was top three in Major League Baseball in average, slugging, OPS. Like he was he was everything and more that you wanted a guy to be. And we kind of got a little inside look of this during the watch party when they were announcing yeah. rookie of the year and he had his entire family around. You could just see the love and support that he has from his family. And that is so important for young players to have good examples, to have that support system, to to have that appreciation and just knowing, remembering where you came from and bringing everyone else along the way. And it was just so cool to get that kind of inside look into the family life and, and into him and his life. I, I think we're looking at him, I think potentially, and obviously I don't think so right now. I think the judges and the Otanis and the, you know, there's other guys that will take this title right now. But I think we're looking at Julio Rodriguez potentially being the face of baseball at some point. And I yeah. walked away from the all-star game so impressed 
by him and his ability to be extremely charismatic and personable to everyone he talks to mm -hmm. in multiple different languages. Yeah. I mean, you don't see that from a guy that's his age, from a different country. I mean, I am I am obviously so impressed by the player that he is on the field, but off of the field, this is everything you want in your star player if you're the Mariners or for the face of baseball one yeah. day if you're Major League Baseball. This is he's he's what baseball is all about. He has fun playing the game. He's active on social media. He's a superstar. He's charismatic on and off the field. Julio Rodriguez is a superstar, and we're looking at him being potentially the face of baseball one day. I have no doubt about that, but we talked about him making the All-Star game, just the third Mariners rookie to ever make the All-Star game, joining two names that are pretty big deals, King Griffey Jr. and Alex Rodriguez. Kind of a big deal. No big deal. Yeah. And just the second Mariner to ever win a Silver Slugger Award as a rookie, joining another big name, Ichiro. Oh, yeah. And by the way, the, the other two names that he's a part of it with this year, the outfield Silver Sluggers in the American League, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, Julio Rodriguez. Yeah. Hey, this guy isn't a superstar in the making. He's a superstar. He's here. And he is he's a big deal. And I thought you said it. I thought you said it great. He ended the 21 year yeah. playoff drought. That was a rookie. For the Mariners. As a rookie. And he they do not they do not get there no. if it's not for him and the season he had. So kudos to Julio. Great year. And uh to nobody's surprise, all but one first place vote for Julio. But we, we showed it earlier. I don't know if we have this video again of us getting an inside look when they were having the watch party to make his announcement, having his whole family around. But another thing he did, which also shows just how inclusive he is and how how much he loves the game. He FaceTimed Michael Harris II after he won to congratulate him and gave him a shout out. And they have video of him actually FaceTiming him so during cool. the whole situation. And it's just that is so genuine. And that is so heartfelt. And that's when you know you not only have a great baseball player, you have a great leader, you have a great person, and this is someone that you can put all of your trust in. And obviously, he's a franchise guy now. They got their guy. They got They them. got him young. Absolutely. And that's rare. Here you go. So here, like, we just popped up on the screen if you're watching it. This is him giving a, a shout-out to Michael Harris a second and FaceTiming so cool. him. While they were having the watch party at his house with all of his family, you know, the, taking yeah. the time like, yes, it's not just about me. Congratulations to you as well. Look, I I said it a second ago and it just came to me. Uh, I would love to see it. Um, I, I think I think we're looking at him being the face of baseball someday. Yeah. I don't think he is right now, obviously, as a rookie. But what more could you want? He's thoughtful as yep. well. A stud. Yep. I mean, Awesome, awesome stuff from the J-Rod show. So love that dude. Congratulations on Rookie of the Year to him. And the other guy that he was talking to on yeah. FaceTime wins the National League Rookie of the Year, Michael Harris II. Great year for him as well. The Braves were stuck in mud when him and Spencer Strider came up. And these two guys, these two rookies, mm -hmm. are the reason – that they ended up able to overtake the Mets and win the National League East. Uh, and, and Michael Harris II was the one that walked away with the, the award. Honestly, a toss-up there. Either of those guys could have won it. But Michael Harris II, what he did coming up, playing a 
pristine center field, a, a, a very important position on the field up the middle, uh, a gold glove caliber defense. I mean, I this guy, the future is so bright for him, for the Mariners, uh, and and just look. I, I can when I think of Michael Harris winning, I, I thought it could have gone either way, as I mentioned, yeah. but Spencer Strider ended up finishing second. Yep. So Michael Harris the second and Spencer Strider go one and two in the National League Rookie of the Year voting, which I wondered, how often does that happen? And luckily we have a great research team here yep. at Fox Sports, and I got that answer. In 2022, Michael Harris the second and Spencer Strider finished first and second in rookie of the year voting. First time that two teammates have done it since the Atlanta Braves yeah. in 2011, 11 years ago. Craig Kimbrell finished first and Freddie Freeman finished second. And that was the first time since 1989. So it does not happen often. It has happened eight, eight times. Yeah. And uh, Michael Harris, the second being the one that takes home first place. Um, by the way, just a little side note here. I keep looking okay. over at my computer. My brother is on the screen now being interviewed. I am unwell, but <laughs> we're, we're going to do this live, my friends. We are just, I don't know, probably about 10 to 15 minutes away oh, I love this from so American much. League I love Cy this Young so Award being announced. And I just can't stop think like, uh, look. Deep breath again. Let's, let's I practice know, your deep breaths. I, he's the favorite. Yeah. But one, I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch. But two, like we weren't supposed to be live for that announcement. And what if it doesn't happen? Don't go there. Don't go there yet. Stay positive. Think positive. I'll be positive. Everything's going to be I just, all right. We're going to have to cut this. We're going to have to cut my <laughs> mic. If, <laughs> uh, but back to Michael Harris the second. Uh congratulations to him. What a great year and the future is bright for him and the Atlanta Braves finishing one and two. Yeah, you got to think just how they develop young players. Knowing that they were the last two like the last time, last two times that rookie of the year has finished one and two on the same team. Yeah. Was the Braves. Yeah. You got to give them so much credit for how they develop young talent cuz that's hard. And if you can do that and you can figure that out, I mean, that's why they won a World Series. Like that, That's why they are they continue to be the top of their league. It's, it says a lot about the Braves, and the players love being there. You know that they love working with the staff in the front office. So it's, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty impressive. If you just step back for a second and look at the Braves as a whole, yeah, what we saw in the 90s and early 2000s was 14 consecutive division titles, right? And then they go through a little downstretch where they're not winning many games. And now they're back. Yeah. Like this doesn't just this doesn't just speak to the way they're handling their team now or in 2011. Like the last few decades, they 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 just build from within. They do it right. They go on these long stretches of greatness and they're doing it again now. Mm -hmm. And Alex, you made a good point of of how they're doing it, but yeah, one and two now. One and two in 2011. You look at Ronald Acuna and Ozzy Albies and the contracts they got. So they're not only producing this talent and doing that the right way, they're also signing these guys early on. They're saying to the guys, hey, we believe in you and the future that you have. Yep. And you may not have shown yet that you're worth 
hundred million dollars or yeah. whatever we're willing to give you, but we believe in you. And we've seen so many of those deals now with so many of these young talent. And you look back and you look at the deals that Ronald Acuna and Ozzy Albies are on and you're like, oh my God, that is more than a steal. I, this is, yep. I've never seen anything like this. They, they build their guys from within. They say, we believe in you. They yep. throw them long-term contracts early on, and that's why they're seeing we're seeing this extended periods of greatness, not only now, but it's the same sort of routine and the same sort of blueprint that they had in the 90s when they did it with a whole other group of people. There was just a small period of time, a few years in between, where they're like, we need to reset, and we're going to do it all over again. And now we're in that phase of do it all over again, and these guys are a part of it. But think about it. As an athlete, this could actually go for in any position in any job. You want to feel wanted, right? So if you have your team and your franchise coming to you pretty early on in your career saying, we believe in you, we want you to be here, we see a bright future, you're going to get the guys for what, as you said, would be a huge steal once they actually reach their peak in their career. And it's one of the smartest things you can do if you see that and if you believe in it because they're going to buy in as a young player. Because they feel wanted and they feel respected and they feel their worth is well respected. I, I I feel like we could have a conversation on that for hours one yeah. day and maybe we will. But I'm on the fence about those contracts mm. from a player perspective. Okay. I almost feel like... You get trapped? I almost feel like it's like, okay, I'm 20, 21 years old. Here's all of this money. If I wait three years at this same trajectory, I could make a hundred or hundreds of million dollars more, but yeah. at this age and it's all guaranteed, I, I feel like I have to take this. So I look, it's I, the risk you take betting a, on yourself. It is. Yeah. It's risky. Um, and that we, there could be a long conversation about that, but to the Braves credit, they continue to do it. Yep. The guys continue to sign because they want to be Great there. The franchise. Um, and look, it's, it's worked out well for the Braves and, for the players as well, honestly, who are there, they're winning, they're making money. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, you know, this rookie of the year voting, I think, just proves, uh, especially on the American League side, that this new CBA agreement that we came to in the offseason, last offseason, I talked yeah. so much about because guess what? It's the only thing I had to talk about for a very long period of time. <laughs> but one of the important things in there was how teams are handling rookies because for so, so long, we saw service time manipulation mm-hmm. where they weren't bringing up players that we knew were talented enough to play at the big leagues. The one name that I look back on that I think is the most prominent face of this is Chris Bryant. Back when he was ready to come up and the Cubs literally wouldn't break camp with him, waited the exact amount of days that they needed to get an extra year of service time from him yep. and brought him up on that day and he ended up being great, obviously. We didn't see that this year because of the new CBA that is awarding teams for bringing guys up early. So, yes, it took a while to come to this CBA agreement, and now at this point it's kind of out of sight, out of mind, but some important things here have come up. The Mariners bring up Julio Rodriguez on opening day, right, and he ends up winning rookie of the year. They get an extra draft pick now after the first round because they did that. That's huge. That's huge. The Orioles, with Adley Rutschman finishing in second, they get benefits as well. So uh, I'm going to give kudos to Major League Baseball for figuring that out. It was something important. It was a problem in baseball service manipulation, service time manipulation. 
they addressed it and we've already seen it pay some dividends. So just imagine a year in which Julio Rodriguez didn't get to come up on opening day and the Mariners waited a couple of weeks. They wouldn't have been in the playoffs. They might not have been in the playoffs and I ended that drought. They so. would not have been. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, good, good on Major League Baseball there. And congrats again to Julio Rodriguez and Michael Harris II. Managers. Managers of the year. Manager of the years. Managers. Managers of, of the year. Yes. <laughs> we'll start in the American League where Tito Francona won it for the Cleveland Guardians again. Terry Francona is the third manager of the year for Cleveland. And he would be, he's just the third manager in history to win three or more manager of the year awards with the same franchise. Bobby Cox with Atlanta, Dusty Baker with San Francisco, and now Terry Francona with the Cleveland Guardians. Congratulations to him. The Guardians, oh my God, where do we even begin? Manager of the year is probably one of the tougher ones to vote for um, just because it's like, well, how do you vote? Do you vote for the, the guy that had the most wins with the one seed? Well, guess what? He wasn't even a finalist. Do you vote for a team that was not supposed to be great and did? Do you, what do you do? Well, Terry Francona wins with a team that was projected before the year to win 76 games and they ended up going 92 and 70 and winning the American League Central. And they had the youngest team in Major League Baseball, 17 rookies this season making their debut. I mean, that alone right there and how far they ended up going in the postseason, I think they shocked everybody. No one expected them to get to that point. But it seemed like everybody bought in. They were having yep. fun. And when you have a team like that that's fearless and having a good time and having fun with baseball, they were fun to watch. It, it, I think they this were. is so well-deserved. And it's only up from here with all of their young talent that they have. Like, this is this is going to be an exciting next couple of years for the Guardians. Absolutely. And uh, just from full disclosure here. Yep. I think we're getting close. Okay. I think it's I think it's about to happen. Okay. Do um, they have it? Yeah, they have sound? they currently have Dallas Keuchel talking about uh I assume what it feels like for him to have won the award before. Okay. But it's it's coming. Okay. It's coming soon. So All right. we'll see. We'll stay tuned there. Let's move uh, it along. Terry Francona wins. Uh, shout out Brandon Hyde, who did not win, but vastly overachieved with that Orioles team. Oh yeah, both uh, of them. And I feel like, I feel like when when it comes to manager of the, like, I, my prediction or my vote would have been Brandon Hyde, but he didn't make the playoffs with the team, and Terry Francona did, and I yeah. feel like it probably came down to that. But what they both did, yeah. Francona and Hyde with their teams, similar is, situations, is truly remarkable. So um, National League, Buck Showalter. New York Mets wins it. Um, they went over 100 games. Yeah. He comes in. What a huge pickup for them. Uh, and we heard it from somebody else this year. Best pickup of the year best for the Best pickup of the year for yeah. the Mets. I think he was the best pickup. Buck Showalter. Yeah. Yes. Had to have been. Like uh, they, were, they were in first place. Um, Are Justin. Okay? Are you okay? Did he win? Justin has won. Oh. The Award. Say it again so everyone can hear it. Justin. Verlander has won his third Cy Young Award Woo! in his career. Unanimous. <laughs> Let's go. 
Congratulations. Unanimous Cy Young. Unbelievable. Wow. What a button. What a beautiful button and bow on an incredible season. Everything, his comeback, winning the World Series, getting his uh, family there with him. Explain how you're feeling right now because I can see it. People who are listening. Emotional? Yeah. Do Are you going to text him? Uh, he dropped his phone. Labor- it's okay. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, uh, emotional. Um. He's emotional, obviously. He's got tears coming out of his eyes. I mean, he's talking right now. It's just what what a year. Um, so special, so special to see it. Oh, we what can kind of we can kind of see your computer. Oh, we were getting that side shot where we could see your computer. Just and talking. Just a just a. It's emotional, yeah. you know the the journey for him to be here and and to win this award after two years of not pitching it's just emotional you know like we get emotional for each other we've talked about this like it's okay at the world series we saw we we cried in each other's arms at the world series yeah and now here we are a couple weeks later and for him to win for him to win the award after what he's been through and and one of one of one of if not the best pitcher of this generation, I think him and Kershaw. You can go either way there. Um, one of the greatest pitchers of this generation, one of the greatest pitchers of all time, and a career that is heading towards the Hall of Fame. But he had to get Tommy John surgery late in his career, and took two years to come back. He didn't pitch for two years. And to come back and to win this award, I know how much it means to him. I know how much it means to my family. You can see it in his face right now as I'm watching. You know, I was, I I talked to Justin a lot throughout the process of coming back. Mm-hmm. And the first day that he threw a baseball after Tommy John surgery, we talked. Here's us celebrating on the field after the World Series. The first day throwing, we talked, we celebrated that moment because it was a moment. It was him throwing for the first time since Tommy John surgery. And then his first time throwing a flat ground and then his first time throwing off of a mound. We were talking, sending video to each other throughout all of these all of these little boxes you have to check off. For those boxes, as right now he's talking and and my niece, Vivi, is on the screen with him wearing a little crown. So cute. Like that's what also makes this so emotional. You know, like she's able to understand this. She's able to be proud of Justin. For him to check off all of these boxes that ended up leading up to a box that you couldn't have even imagined checking off, which was a World Series win, a World Series championship, and now a Cy Young Award in his first year back. The last year he pitched, he won the Cy Young Award. This is two years in a row of Justin pitching that he's won the Cy Young Award, and now at 39 years old, he has won his third ever Cy Young Award. It's incredible. 
This is incredible to see. The journey was full of blood, sweat, and tears. And if anybody knows that, it's my sister-in-law, Kate, who on the field at the World Series, she joined the show and talked all about Justin's journey back to the mound. So if we have that, let, let's check that out. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Justin in general is just the, one of the reasons I love him is he's just the most positive person I've ever met. And even from the moment that he heard he had to have surgery, he was so positive about it and was like, you know what, I'm upset, but I get to spend time with my daughter that I would never have. And I just feel really grateful about that. And he does, whatever he sets his mind to, he puts his all into. Just so, so cool. And the journey wasn't easy. And as I said, there were so many check boxes. And even talking to him at the beginning of this year, hearing what those check boxes were, it was, okay, great. I've thrown off a mound now. I've finished my rehab. Those are all check boxes. But, but then you have to start a season. Then you start spring training, and it's, okay, I have to pitch to a live batter again for the first time okay, now I have to pitch in a game for the first time. Now I have to complete three innings. Now I have to complete five innings. Now I get to start on opening day. Now I have to pitch against another team. And then the checkboxes became, okay, now let's see if I can pitch six innings. Let's see if I can pitch seven innings. Let's get to that 100 pitch mark, which I know is something super important to him, and he did it fairly early on in the year, but that was a big check mark was being able to throw 100 pitches again for the first time. He did that. Then he starts checking off all these other things that are just accolades on top of it. An all-star game. Playoffs. Next thing you know, you haven't pitched in two years, and you're having to pitch in the playoffs and go deep into the playoffs. Then you're checking off things that you didn't even imagine. A World Series victory. A World Series championship. And now here today, a Cy Young Award for the third time in his career. I think the most impressive part of his entire journey is the mentality that you have to have through all of this. Because at 39 years old, coming back from one of the toughest surgeries a pitcher can have, Tommy John surgery, always doesn't happen the way that it happened for him in his first year back. And as you mentioned, every milestone and hurdle and box he had to check along the way always comes with doubt. And then also knowing what is my future going to look like after this year, knowing that you are a free agent after this year? There is so much on the line betting on yourself, believing in yourself, being able to also spend that quality time with his daughter, your niece that Kate Upton talked to us about in the postgame show was just how much he believed in himself, but he would be the father and the husband that he needed to be when he was at home, even though he was battling and going through all of these tough, emotional, life-changing, career-changing moments to try to get back to where he was as a Cy Young winner the last time he pitched. Yeah. When you put all of that kind of into perspective and everything that he was juggling and everything he was trying to do and accomplish and then was able to in that first year back – 
is one of the most impressive things I think we have seen. It's one of the greatest seasons of all time. Yeah. And it's certainly the best season ever for a pitcher his age. It's unprecedented to one, be as good as he was, but two, do it on top of Tommy John's surgery. That's unprecedented in itself. Um, And then you like, there's a legitimate conversation that this might've been his best season of all time. Yeah. Like this year he went 18 and four, a 1.75 ERA. In 2011, which is probably considered his best year, the year he won MVP, he went 24 and 5, 251 innings pitched, 250 strikeouts, and a 2.40 ERA, 172 ERA plus. ERA plus is 100 ERA plus is league average. So 172 ERA plus is 72% above the average. This year, his ERA plus was 220, 220, 120% above MLB average. I mean, oh, I just, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to, to come to terms with, with it this year. Um, what a season. What a last two weeks for your family. What a season. What a last two weeks. And, you know, the work ethic that we talked about, that Kate talked about, that's the reason my brother – that's the reason Justin has been my role model throughout my entire life is he's taught me so many things. But one of the big reasons he is my role model is because of the work ethic, the work ethic, his dedication, his competitiveness. I've learned so much in my life from him, you know, more than more than he probably even knows. But I do a good job of telling him this. And we talked about it the other day. After the season ended, uh, we talked for a while, and I congratulated him and and told him what I just said, basically, that he's always been my role model. And this year, to see what he went through, to see the downtime, no, it's unprecedented. The work ethic that it took, the ability to even come back, all the checkboxes that I talked about, one of the greatest seasons of all time and we've never seen anything like this and I couldn't be I couldn't be more proud of him so congratulations to Justin for winning the 2022 American League Cy Young Award Woo! so cool man <laughs> so cool. also side note this could have gone horribly wrong if we we were not supposed to be live we're not we're not Remember, we weren't focusing on that. We don't. We were trying focus not to on focus that. on it, but just I couldn't <laughs> stop thinking about it because, yeah, I I wasn't talking about it because I'm very superstitious. But like, what were we gonna do if I was live? There were gonna be f bombs dropping. I was. Uh, gonna be I was pissed. excited for it. That either either <laughs> way, it was gonna be great content. You know. <laughs> uh yeah. Let me. I'm gonna call Justin. Okay. I'm gonna call him. Live on the show. Live on the show. You guys, uh, just so everyone knows, they are big FaceTimers. They FaceTimed. I'm gonna on, make them aware. That I, yeah, we're live. but they FaceTimed um, on the field when they were going to the World Series. They FaceTimed the moment that we landed in Houston for the World Series. Like Big their FaceTime. brotherly connection is the cutest, most pure thing. Oh, here we go. Before you say anything, I'm live, but I just wanted to let you know that I love you and I'm so proud of you, man. Oh, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. I love you too. <laughs> so cool, man. I'm so proud of you. I, I 
I had to. I, had, I didn't want you to. <laughs> disclosure. I had to. Disclosure. When when she came in when she came in on with the with the crown on her head I just I was live and and I just I lost it I got emotional it was so cool man. Uh man I appreciate it what a what a ride what a ride what a ride man. Well, congrats Justin. You. Everyone here says congrats. I love you man. I'm proud of you. Right. See you Thanks. buddy. Love you too. Bye. So cool. So cool. Um. Well, we took a risk, an educated guess, and I feel like it turned out great. Turned out awesome. We got some great moments. I got to watch it here um, on the computer next to me. <laughs> I got to see the speech um, and then got to talk to him live on the show. That was pretty yeah. cool. Um, what a show, Alex. What a, what a show. What a day. And uh, we get to do it all again tomorrow. I'll see it again tomorrow. Um, Tomorrow, MVP awards, American League, National League. We're also going to talk about free agents uh, because free agent news is coming. It's already started. Trades have happened. Um, Teoscar Hernandez going to the Mariners. But we're going to give some free agent predictions where we think they're going to go, how much we think they're going to sign for. We're going to do all that on top of talking about the award winners in both the American League and the National League tomorrow Shohei Otani Aaron Judge Paul Goldschmidt Nolan Arenado we got some fun stuff to talk about but for today what an incredible day what an incredible episode some great moments I hope you all enjoyed this uh, thank you for being on this journey with me even <laughs> whether you wanted to or not you all got to found to, to hear the Jump moment aboard. to hear the moment <laughs> that I found out as well and it turned out really really awesome so Thank you all for listening. Uh, tune back again tomorrow. Uh, make sure you're subscribed anywhere you listen to podcasts. Flipping Bats Pod, anywhere you listen. Apple, Spotify. We're also on all social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And you can watch every single episode on YouTube as well. At Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. So for a great day, a great episode. Cy Young, Manager of the Year, Rookie of the Year, all of it. It's all been announced. Tomorrow, the MVPs. This one has been a blast. I hope you all enjoyed it as well and as much as we did. But until tomorrow, we will see you next time. Peace. See ya.